What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk. We would be honored if you would join us. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 198th episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Wink. Wink. Woo! Man, we got news to talk about. All right, so there's some huge news <laughs> that we got this week, which is freaking exciting. And I know what you're thinking. Um, the road ahead is under construction, and it is. But I have better news. It, it may not be great right now, but I've been promised that within four to six weeks it will be better, because here's why. They officially opened up signups on fiber internet this week, and... They are coming to bury the fiber next week, and then they have to come back and actually uh, put the stuff into the house and Turn get it, it going. So, uh, with it, most likely within the next month, I will actually have real freaking internet. And it is ironic because of the hell that we had last week and talking about it. And then they announced <laughs> it this week. I kid you. So I like I was checking my email. I think it was Monday, Monday or Tuesday morning. I was checking my email. It was like ten o'clock in the morning, and I, I saw the thing uh, for signups for fiber. And like I started convulsing. Like I am just running around like a chick with my head cut off, screaming and yelling. I was so freaking excited. Like I'm, I, I, I cannot wait. I just, I, you can't either. You might be more excited than I am. <laughs> I am very excited. <laughs> it will make things so much easier. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I'm just... Words can't describe the excitement. I mean, that's the... Whenever we ask for feedback on the podcast, that that's what it is. It's like, dude, spend some money and get some internet. So I've been wanting internet, obviously, and I'm finally, finally going to have it. So um, it's going to be pretty great. Um, hopefully that means more live streaming less issues on our streams which means more streaming because we won't have to you know do the skype calling back and forth 50 times you know uh trying to get something going changing <laughs> internet working oh it's, it's so frustrating the uh the, i think the best part will be when we do stream the game your game will always be clear yes it's gonna be awesome, <laughs> half the time man. we're we're looking at blurry pictures of characters yeah. who we know who they are we don't see damage numbers we don't see uh gear levels things like that so that all those things will be perfect lots of opportunities that now you won't get that if i don't ever have to hear that skype 
reconnecting sound <laughs> again would be very happy. Yeah, that's no joke. Um, so yeah, very, very exciting. And it'll stop putting you in precarious frozen face situations. Yeah, there have been some because there's bad a lot ones. of them where you're just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not good. Not 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 good. I'm surprised there have been more memes. It but. makes me laugh. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, get them in while you can, because they might go away soon. So semi-related to this, um, the sultry female asked me to, for whatever reason, um, if any of you are familiar with Animal Crossing. Uh, she wanted me to put this out there that she wants you guys to go check out her island. So if you hit me up in Discord, I can give you her, what is it, a dodo code? I don't even know what that is, but sure. I was hoping that you were going to say it just right now and everyone was about to flood her island. That would have been hilarious. Uh, Yeah, um, I'll text her and have her message (laughs) it to me so I can put it in the chat if you guys are interested. But yeah, um, and... Once we have good internet, I'm trying to talk the sultry sultry female into streaming some Animal Crossing, so that might be a thing coming once we get fiber too. So nice, that'd be cool. Yeah, so. I'll get my daughter to go visit her island. Heck yeah, yeah that that would be fun. <laughs> um, yeah, there you go. Cool. Um, well, why don't we just go ahead and move along to this thing? Hey guys, what did you do in Swoga this week? Alright, this past week in Swoga, um, we had a territory battle, which was pretty exciting. Um, we have got some roster spots open, so we were a little short-handed in this territory battle, but we still managed to get 16. We were, what, 47 out of 50? 47 out of 50, and we still had a couple spots that were yeah. people that we were replacing that might not have been able to battle in the... So it's closer to 45. Yes. Yep. So we're pretty short-handed on this one, but we still managed to get 16 stars, only five cam shards. I think we've done better than that before, but not too bad, I guess. Um, we're going to put an emphasis on that next territory battle to do a little bit better on those uh, cam shards and hopefully... Maybe hit some double digits next Dude. time. So last time I beat it, and I beat it with Echo with a sliver of red health. This time, he the Reek killed Echo with a sliver of the Reek's red health. Uh, so I'm like right on the edge of winning and losing. Uh, it's like, I was so close. I was, uh, when he, when he came in and slammed Echo out, Right before I killed him, I was very upset. I've still not beat that damn mission, and um, this time was just terrible luck. Freaking uh, Django used his rocket. Did he? And he killed. Yeah, that's that. Rex if he does that at the beginning, fives it's, at the same time. That's ugly. Yeah, that's no bueno. If he uses that, conflagrate is that what it's called? Uh, I don't know. The one where he, he burns everyone to fire, if that's his first move, you might as well uh, say goodnight. Yeah. Is this game on Xbox? Flawless. No. <laughs> that- it, it can it it barely functions at the moment on the iPhone and Android. So Which we'll get to here shortly. I don't feel like <laughs> it's gonna be interesting. This is 
This should be an interesting show because I have no idea where each of us are going to go on this topic. I mean, I know where I'm going, but I'm not sure where you're going to go. I'm oh, very curious. I know where I'm going, obviously. Yeah. I know where I'm going, but it'll be interesting. All right. So, yeah, anyways. Um, on this territory battle, uh, there's a team I'm talking about here in a second that's kind of an awesome character you're working on, but shout out to Bedor who, who pointed something out to me that I did not know, and I don't think it... I, I don't think most people know this. Did you know you can use C-3PO's courage stacks in the territory battle? You can use them? You can use even... them. Yes. So just like all the other characters on the Galactic Tell me more. team, uh, courage, once you get five stacks of courage, it does 40% damage and it, you know, or knocks out the eight stacks on uh, B1. Oh, I know where you're going to go with this. So it's... Freaking fantastic, obviously. And C-3PO mm-hmm. just stacks up all those stacks because he doesn't actually have an attack that does damage to where he can use them. However, in the territory battle, he does have an ability where he can use those courage stacks. And that... The special ability, the right? The special ability. That is correct. Um, I had not even thought about that or tried it. Never crossed my mind or anything. But C-3PO can stack up all that freaking courage and then wait and use that special ability with C-3PO. And, dude, you can nuke some fools. Um, yeah, I can imagine. I got for sure. Uh, got a little bit of footage of that doing so, so I will be doing a video on that here pretty soon and uh, uh, be doing another video about something else, too, related to a territory battle. Um so, yeah, uh, pr- pretty exciting stuff because I did not know that was a thing. I don't, I wish I had looked at how many ways I'd finished this territory battle before it ended, since you know you can't review territory battles for some reason. Yeah, I, I saw how many I feel I like got, it was but... over, I feel like it was over 20 at least this time. Nice, all right, what which is a pretty good number I, for me. I, you know, in combat, missions? I got I got three, I got three waves with uh, gas and Ahsoka. Nice, that's pretty good. I don't think that I got one last time, so that was nice. <laughs> Hell yeah! Um, I mean, getting three out of four twice, you know, with them, uh, you know, I don't get you six waves easy. Um, so yeah, that's a that's a good team you know, to work on, obviously. Um, I ended up hitting 38 waves. I was going for 40, but man, phase two, I just, I did freaking horrible. I played everything wrong and just, it's, I mean, I'm not going to blame it on RNG. Um, I could, and you guys would probably believe me, but it wasn't RNG. I mean, it was just (laughs) one place they might believe it was flat out. Just me misplaying it, which was frustrating as hell. Um, but I still managed to hit 38 um, and got the Padme mission. Phase one, I did awesome. Um, you know, I, <laughs> here's I don't your opportunity, we everyone. 12 waves. Do what? Sorry, Do you what? froze and your face was great. I told everyone it was their opportunity. Oh, gotcha. Wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> don't, don't be encouraging that, sir. Um, but yeah, I did really good in that uh, first. You know, first phase and then beating beating the special mission, which was nice, but we fell short. Um, 
a star or two. Like I said, we hit 16, but, uh, you know, I think once we get back full strength, we'll be doing good there. Um, yeah, but uh, I, we'll just move along to my roster stuff I did this week. I got a couple pretty cool mods. Um, I got, uh, what was that? I think I got crit damage, another protection primary, and a health primary that were all 16 speed or higher. One of them was like 20. Um, just uh, like I rarely get mods that good. I mean, anymore, it's just it seems so rare. But man, this was just a good week for it, apparently. Uh, pretty, pretty lucky there. So that was nice. And then um, the new Y-Wing I am, of course, farming. I am at 47 out of 80 on that. I will discuss that here shortly. Uh, we'll dig into that a little bit more. Um, and then I zated two of my Ewoks. How about that? You proud of me? Hey, yeah. there's my guy. Which two? Um, Paplu and Logre. Paplu and Logre. Now you got me uh, wondering what they are. One of them's like a protection recovery. Oh, Paplu's is protection recovery. I don't remember what the other one is. And Logre's is while he's active, whenever an Ewok scores a crit, that ally gains health up. And all Ewoks recover with health up, recover 10% health. Right. So I threw those on there so just because uh, I was stocked up on Zetas and kind of wanted to burn some. So. So did I'm assuming you had wickets and chirp chief chirpas? Yes, yes. Okay, I was gonna say because wickets is yeah. I th- well, I think I have all the wickets Ewoks is the best. Now. Then low, gr- yeah. Chief chirpa wicket, then chief chirper were my one and two, and then those Agreed. were the accessory ones. So it makes sense. Yep. Uh, I was just making sure you had them. Oh yeah. Not, I was gonna say better go put those on because the healing from. Uh, the healing from wickets, Zeta, is amazing. Yes, it is pretty fantastic. And, I mean, I love my Ewoks. They're one of my go-to defense teams, and it absolutely smashes. Um, it catches so many people off guard. I It's one of my favorite teams to put on defense in, you know, GAC. Um, so it's nice to bolster them, the rest of them up a little bit and hopefully, you know, just make that team a little bit more dangerous. Um but my big project that I am working on is uh, my Rebel Fleet, and that means working on Bisten and Scarf Rebel Pathfinder. And this week, I finished Scarf Rebel Pathfinder. And when I say finished, I mean took him to Relic 5. That's all I'm going to take him to now. I might, might take him Relic 6 later. I primarily just want to get that Ewing faster than the Falcon. That's my goal currently. Um, so... I don't think I need much. I, you know, once I think Biston at uh, Relic Five, I will definitely be there. So, uh, getting close. I think he will be probably there Sunday. I'm guessing. Um, I find it funny that without that ship, you'd be talking sacrilege here. Biston, I'm getting Biston to Relic Five soon. Yeah. Like, why would you do that yeah. to yourself? Well, I mean, God, they're just. That that ship is so damn good, uh, you know, and it's it's not something I'd recommend for most yeah. people to gear up, but it's just it's one of those fleets that I really enjoy, have fun with, um, and I, I want to get back to it being awesome. So that is what I am working on. There it is. There's that sound I love. A lot of, 
lost you for a second, didn't I? All right, you're back. I just All took right. my camera off to see if that helps. Yeah, yeah, might leave your camera off. That that might be screwing with it. I don't know. Soon all this madness will be gone. Soon it won't matter. So um, it'll be good there. But so uh, the other thing, I gear twelve uh, clone sergeant. So I use his ship. His ship is awesome. I've had really good success in the combat missions using, you know, General Kenobi, and then starting with fives clone sergeant jedi knight anakin and then once you hit offense formation and you get so katana in there they basically slay and it's freaking awesome um so i took him up just for that ship and then so now on to some really exciting stuff i did this week like just stuff i'm just i i'm 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 freaking pumped um Heroic Sith Raid, I got that solo down. I, I have no issue doing it, but I soloed it this week, and I got second place in the raid next to someone who did not solo it. That's so confusing. But it's got to be, like, something with phase four. Yes. I am pretty certain I know what it is, because I recorded my last one. So my first solo with uh, Kylo... Was 169 something, uh, 169,800 or something like, or 169,800,000, something along those lines. And then the solo that I had today was 170.2 million. And I, I recorded this one and paid a little bit more attention. I'm not sure what the max is. I want to try to figure that out next time. I could probably just Google and figure it out or whatever. But uh, it seems that, you know, whenever Treya strikes down Sion and Darth Nihilus, if you pay attention, like for me in this run, I left Darth Nihilus with 5%. Whenever I hit him, it took him down to 5% and then Treya slayed him down. So I was essentially losing the damage for that 5%. And that was how I finished second in the previous raid was Sion and Darth Nihilus both I hit and they both kind of got into that range and Treya struck them down. So I didn't get that damage that I would have had I actually taken them all the way down to zero. So, um, you know, if you've got, uh, you know, if you have Supreme Leader Kylo Ren, that's something to pay attention to, you know, um, to maximize your damages. Make sure that, that final attack is actually taking them all the way down to zero um, to maximize your damage. Kind of, kind of an odd mechanic there, but um, Hollywood Cole asks the same question. I'm thinking, how did someone basically solo it? What two teams did they? Use? I assume they used two teams, right? To no one team. So they didn't solo it, but they beat your score. Yes. And with one team. They used a similar team that I did, except uh, our our guildmate ended up, like, dying at, like, 2% left on Treya, essentially. Oh, okay. So he made it damn near to the end, but Mm -hmm. he just fell a little short and ended up scoring, like, 170 million. So I'm assuming that he was able to slay down Darth Nihilus and Sion both down to zero and got the damage for that, but he missed out on two percent on Treya, which is worth a lot less than what I missed out on by killing them inefficiently, basically. So kind of weird. Like no one, none of those 
None of them can heal themselves, right? Well, I mean, Nihilus can heal his protection. Correct. Yeah, no, they don't actually so heal. So there might though. be some... But if you don't hit and it gets doesn't get through that... Well, I mean, the numbers are still the same. Yeah, and well, and, and their actual damage number is always way higher than what the rate damage number is. You know, the rate damage number is kind of fixed, but the damage you actually do can be substantially more based on how much protection stuff that you have to burn off of Darth Nihilus. But, uh, yeah, so there was that. Uh, one other thing I did, I hadn't seen anyone do this. I'm, I'm sure someone has, but I, I kind of wanted to see if Supreme Leader Kylo Ren could solo... The heroic AAT raid, like literally just him, full auto, just press auto, walk away basically. Of course, you have to tap to get through the phases, but he was able to do it. Uh, I got that video up on our YouTube channel. I actually put up three videos this week on our YouTube channel, so go check those out if you would like. Um, that one was, it's pretty short, it's like five minutes long, but it gets really hairy in P3. Um, uh, he, he, I mean, he's got like a sliver of health and... Uh, like my Kylo has a sliver of health, but he's able to take out the B2 and then he just wrecks through, you know, phase four. It's, um, you know, went fine there, but um, yeah, that, that was pretty cool to actually see him solo. What? Uh, it definitely wasn't like a safe solo. I mean, I, I don't know that it would happen every time. I'm sure RNG would get you and um, knock you out sometimes, but um, yeah, uh, pretty, pretty, pretty fun. The other two videos I did was I did a video about all the assault battles and just kind of ranked them based on like your return on investment and partly enjoyment as well. Um, so you can go check that out. I give some tips for beating each of the assault battles and some of the keys that I have found. Uh, even the assault battles I haven't actually done a video on, I talk about some strategies in there. So, you know, go check that out if you would like, and also Imperial Troopers. Finally did a video detailing Imperial Troopers. I do need to go back and make an edit to that. Um, I'm going to add in some calculations and a couple other things like in the video so that you can actually see the cal all the calculations and stuff. I put some of them in there, but not all. So um, go back and add those. But yeah, that's uh, pretty much my weekend swaga. My week in Swaga feels like something you would have said a month and a half ago. I can see like, why. Literally. I can see why. <laughs> Pretty much like your month and a half ago, Swaga. But um, basically, I got Hux to gear 12. Nice. Which was very weird. Still weird that he's not seven stars and I have him at gear 12. Just such an odd bug that they left in there. Yes. But yeah, he's at gear 12 waiting now. For gear 13, because I put all the pieces on. Well, no, you can't put any pieces past gear 12. So he's sitting at gear 12 with a bunch of yellow pluses waiting for that uh, seventh star. And then I get him to gear 12 or 13. I got Sith Trooper to gear 10. Basically, nice. what I should say about these characters is that I managed to get 150 droid callers this week. Enough to bring all these characters up a gear level or two. So, ah, yeah, so so Hux got to gear twelve. Veteran smuggler Han is at gear eleven, uh, and Sith trooper I got to gear ten. Now the problem is veteran smuggler needs uh, stun stun cuffs, and Sith trooper needs two stun cuffs. Oof. So I need three stun cuffs this week. Oof. 
luckily the thing i like about stun cuffs is that you can almost always get them from the guild store that's true and i i can go through the stun cuffs pretty quickly uh so that shouldn't take too terribly long as long as i'm remembering to check on the resets the, the, but, they're not as bad yeah. to get as they used to be they used to be horrible but now they're they are somewhat manageable with that guild store oh yeah they used to be freaking terrible yeah yep but uh i did use a zeta this week you did the ewoks Ooh. i did phasma lead Ooh. i needed to so i've noticed with all my recently with all my really good geared first order that in 3v3 it's really nice to have all three leaders built up yes and uh i wanted to have phasma's lead zeta to use with those my leftover relic first order to have another good team to use uh to take out some teams i like it so going back taking it back to my favorite arena leader ever phasma lead and giving her that zeta so Uh, those were some good old times I'm not gonna. I can just say this. We didn't talk about this much uh, when it happened, but the eight hard node change going back to eight hard nodes again oh, for God. a while. It's nice. Forever long they do it has been massive. Yes, I'm loving it. Uh, Sith, let's see. Sith trooper and Hux are now both about thirty out of a hundred. So I like it. They are they're flying up. Yeah, with the eight uh, uh, the eight energies because I wasn't using refreshes. Or I was using refreshes before, so I was only getting 10 sims a day. Now I'm getting 16. And so those those uh, those numbers are way better at 8 sims. I'm super stoked when they brought that back. Yeah, no kidding. Makes a huge difference whenever you're farming something hard like that. Um, I, I'm trying to catch up with like the Resistance, Y-Wing, uh, Ray's Falcon, and uh, the Shuttle. Imper- uh EP shuttle. Um, so I'm trying to get caught up with those and then farming the resistance bros. Um, those, mm-hmm. the eight hard nodes basically sucks up all my energy to do, go through each of those once. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, I haven't had a lot to, a lot of energy with everything that I'm farming right now to, to try to get gear at the moment. But the, the difference is the gear I need is all in the stores, so I'm just kind of farming it through the store while farming shards. So it's not, it's not so bad. Gotcha. I think you already mentioned yours. Uh, I've just been doing the three refreshes for ships. I might bump that up just based on how many shards I have right now and how much time's left. But I'm at 25 out of 80 on the Y wing. So I've only been doing the 50 crystal refreshes i might bump that up do a couple hundreds in there too yeah just to try to bring that up i'm doing all the 50s and all the 100s um i was you know because they announced it late that first day and it started the following day so i was able i'd already done my 50 crystal refreshes for that day so i saved the rest of my energy that day and then did the three 100s that i used you know the following day um and then you know that's pretty much all i've done i kind of figured with you being at 47, that you had to be doing more refreshes than me. Yeah. With well, 25. Because if not, I had, you either had great RNG or I had terrible RNG. So, you know, the uh, the drop rate on those, you know, those blueprints are quite good, actually. 
Uh, we're going to get into some controversy about that later, but the, the drop rates are actually pretty good. Plus, you're getting Gear 12 Plus gear, which I desperately need, so I'm kind of, you know, just going ham on those. And, uh, you know, the 100 Crystal Refresh is really good value as far as I'm concerned. Cheap blueprints and so I, more gear. So I haven't uh, needed to get anyone to Gear 13 for a while, so I have, like about 80 of each of those right now of the gear 12 stuff which is two pieces oh, yeah. which is a good chunk good re- i've been farming the uh mark three uh hollow projectors yeah you know the ones are... you need that are really good value wait, for salvage you, wait hold on you farm those yeah i'm farming them with my fleet energy right now interesting yeah only I... be Farming them with fleet energy and buying them from the stores whenever I see them. I because they're so cheap. I basically but I need so many. I'm down to 15 of them, and I this is the sad part. On my alt account, I had a stock of 500 Mark III Hollow projectors before I quit playing it. Damn. On my main account, I have 30 currently. So yeah, I need as many as those as I can get with all the relic characters I need. Uh, I'm around. May not be 30 the best. Also. Um, but I, I only get them from the guild store. They're pretty good value there. So that's basically the only place I get them. I spend a lot of guild currency on that. Wait, actually, I there might be something else on that node. Actually, I think I'm not farming that one. I might be doing the hypo syringe one currently. Okay. I'd say that would be bare value. Actually, I think I am doing I, the hypo syringe. Va- Value-wise, f- farming the hollows, not, mm, not, not great. Uh, you're better off spending the crystals. Yeah, I'm a. I it was the hypo syringe because the hypo syringe I only had 15 of, so I need yeah. a bunch of those. I remember I started on the uh, Mark III because it was a six energy node. Gotcha. Um, or eight energy. I don't think it goes to yeah, six. Yeah, I think it's eight. But, um, cool. Well, um, now that we uh, we mentioned the Y wing, let's uh, let's move along to that part of the show strong with us this update is young padawans update um so we got a content update this week we got the galactic chase with the kit for the rebel y-wing and we got some announcements about the stay and play stuff that was extended and expanded which is pretty awesome they're launching double drops on May 27th for light side, dark side, and fleet nodes. So make sure on the 26th that you save up all that energy. That way you can use it on the 27th because it is a much better value. Um, I, f- I feel like I'm going to be so close to uh, to the seven stars on those two characters that it's not going to... Hopefully I'll be right around the range where using the double drops for that day finish them off. Because if it if it gives me extra shards at that point on the 27th, I'm going to be very sad. Yeah. All right. But I'll go right after the uh, the uh, resistance bros instead. Yeah. Get some value out of it. But yeah, that's pretty sweet. Everybody loves double drops. I love double drops. Um, well, one thing, keep in mind, something else you can actually do. So on the 20th. Does that coincide with, does that coincide with the Galactic Chase or is it the day Galactic Chase ends? Uh, I don't know. I'm sure the Galactic Chase ends before they hit double drops. That I am certain of. Um, I'm not sure if there's a correlation on that date, though. Gotcha. 
Um, yeah, because let's see. We've got three days, six hours on the Galactic Chase. Three days from now is the 25th. Yeah, so they don't coincide. Okay. Um, not surprising. But um, one other thing I would say about those double drops is based on like the refresh rate, you could actually do some refreshes you know, the 25th and then just eat the free energy that you would get throughout the day. And you would actually come out ahead by a smidgen by doing that. So I'm, I might do that also. Um, it's just hard to not spin, spin that energy when it's collecting. Um, yeah, I, with my reset at 3 a.m., which it has been since you were allowed to change your payout time, it really sucked the first going into double drops because I was awake at 1 a.m. And I bought all... No, I was... Yeah, I was awake at 1 a.m. I bought my refreshes for Fleet Energy at that time. And then I would have had to wait two more hours till 3 a.m. to spend it and let the energy start accruing itself again. Oh, yeah. So I went to bed and I woke up at, you know, 8 o'clock. Yeah. And then I spent it and I missed out on eight hours of, of energy refreshing on its own because of that. But it's worth it. Oh, yeah, no doubt, because it would have never got to, you know, 300 energy. But yeah. if I could have just held out till th- two more hours to 3 a.m. So close. But, you know, I don't know if you know how that what that involves. You're married now. You might. If I tried to stay up till 3 a.m., I would have been. My wife would have came out about 10 times asking me why I was still awake. So, uh, Well, <laughs> I get in trouble if I don't go to bed at like 10. So th- this is oh, one of those oh things we're, we're trying to coordinate because, no, I'm, I'm not going to I'm bed a little better off since I work nights. I get I get off on the excuse that I can't sleep that early. That, yes, <laughs> that, that is nice. Um, yeah, I like to go to bed later than her and usually get up earlier than her but um yeah that's that's the way it works married life it's an adjustment um so the other thing they did was they increased all challenge attempts by two for a week basically until the 28th um and that is all challenges every day Uh, that's basically what six more zetas in a week um dude another 30 carbonis or so I know I read this in the update. I don't think that it it registered in my mind because I kept simming uh, challenges the last few days, and I'm like, I swear to God, I should be done with this. Yeah. Why am I still pressing this? I've I I swear I just got five omegas. What just happened? Yeah. And uh, turns out that is a true statement because I went back and read it. I'm like, I remember reading this, but I was thinking it was. Something else, I guess. I don't know. But that is a lot of extra things, especially as far as Carbontes go, mm-hmm. your gold uh, gold eyeball salvage, gold basketball salvage, whatever you call it. So, yeah, I know a lot. That's I know that's a big thing for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Still yeah. has still has never been for me. I think I still have like 400 of them, but I don't have the thousands I used to have. So, yeah. I know where people are coming from with that. I do on the other similar pieces. Loaded. Um. <laughs> yeah. You, you, the med pack ones, I still have thousands. The Right. The What is the other one? So you got the basketball, pads. you got the med pack, and then there's... Yeah, the data pads. I still have thousands of those, too. Yeah. So it's just that black basketball. 
Um, all right, so that stuff was in the update, and then there is um, they announced the login character for June, which is Farm Boy Luke, which is interesting. Uh, a few various updates. Um, they are already posted the June calendar, which is odd. But here's the big thing. There was a lot of fixes in here regarding Hoth Rebel Scout, about um, summoned enemy units, some revive stuff with Commander Luke Skywalker. Um, there was several rebel fixes. Um, isn't that interesting? Just... It's interesting to me that ESB characters are getting bug fixes right. at this current moment. Like, there must be something coming. I'm suspecting. I feel like, you know, I've talked about Hoth Rebel Scout and really wanting to gear him He's up awesome. over the last few weeks. Yeah. It sounds like that might go even further. Maybe. Within the next week That and would half. be awesome. I I'm not expecting reworks, but man, if they bring in out a new character that makes some of these characters good again, that would be so freaking awesome. Yeah, for some of them, good at all, like Hoth Rebel Soldier. Yeah, he's always been horrendous. <laughs> he's just when he was a, a required unit in Hoth. I remember when that came out, and everyone's just like, "You mean I have to gear that that yep. sorry son of a mm, yep, hundred percent yeah." But I let's see. I'm I'm just just looking. I see one Hoth Rebel Scout, one Hoth Rebel Scout, one CLS. So I, I want to talk about this I mean, CLS one real quick because uh, it says fix an issue causing CLS to retain the call to action buff upon being defeated slash revived. Commander Luke Skywalker should no longer revive with call to action if it was active when he was defeated. So. The fact that they are, I mean, CLS has been in this freaking game forever, and they're just now fixing a bug that is related to revives. I strongly suspect that there is a new character coming who is going to have some very strong revive mechanics that will finally make these out rebels there. good for the light side territory battle. That there's already an ESB character there with is. revives. There is, yes. Hot Han does that, and this the the new character might not be a revive character, but he might make have synergy. Hot there. Han, yeah, yeah, he might have make Hot Han required for the team, and then you if he's required and he's bugged working with CLS, you're going to want that interaction fixed. That's a good so point. Yeah, it might a new character might not be a revive character, but it might be a character that works with heals and dazes and that kind of stuff or any of the things that hot han has that would make him required yeah so that that would be cool because they desperately need something to make these rebels good I, I don't even use my rebels in the light side territory battle it would be great to have another team um of rebels because i've got some pretty good rebels and i don't i literally don't use them like i have a relic six Han and a relic four Chewy. I don't even use them in the light side territory battle. Literally at all. Nothing. So Well, are you talking about hot Han? No, regular Han. Oh, okay. Well, I was gonna say it's funny about Hot Han because if you were talking about him, nobody uses him because for some reason they eventually took him off the required character list and never put him back. 
Well, yeah, that's a whole nother deal. Another <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. Anyway, some interesting, interesting stuff. Um, they also fixed an issue with the military might assault battle in the counterwatch ability. Uh, says the ability granted buffs that could persist through encounters and be dispelled. Um, I, I'm I'm not. I'm really hoping this is not fixing like the biggest tip that I have for that freaking assault battle. Um, because if you're unfamiliar, uh, you can go check out my video, youtube.com slash. There is no way that they would reset B1 stacks. That would be ridiculous. Oh, uh, if that's what you're talking about. No, wait. Uh, military uh, no military might is the one where you're fighting the empire with rebels or clones oh okay 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 yeah so uh, ewok is no not is the ewok the one with the droids yeah uh yeah you fight ewoks with the uh the droids yeah. and thrawn basically um okay but, that's the one i was thinking of yeah that one would be if that were to happen that would be well the military the might one you can use that special ability at the very beginning and then you have you know whenever you attack out of turn the chance to call in an assist, you have that the rest of the battle. So I will use that special ability in the very beginning. If you haven't seen my video yet, you go check it out. But uh, use that ability in the very beginning. Then I basically just hit auto all the way up until wave seven. And then I control it to make sure I end up with a lot of turn meter going into wave eight. And then you stun Thrawn and then just go to work. Um, and it's super easy. It's so effective. I really hope they didn't kill that because that's going to make that territory battle quite a bit more difficult if they did. Um, it can be very frustrating if you don't, uh, you know, have all those extra assists. But I'll be curious to see if that's exactly what they did or not. We will see. Um, was there anything else on here that really stuck out to you as being interesting or anything? Um... One was the the Chimera fix for the Republic Offensive Territory Battle, where you now have a chance to have either Chimera or Executrix. It's not all bugged where you were getting one. Oh, the yeah. one all the time. Nice. Well, that's good. No, because if you were getting Executrix all the time and now you're getting Chimera, you're not going to be happy. <laughs> well, that's true. But, but if, if you, you were, were getting, getting Chimera, Chimera all the time. time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Fair so, point. Um, oh, you still there? I'm still here. I'm oh. looking at this uh, Sith Triumphant raid where Supreme Leader Kylo Ren could gain Unbreakable Will, which is considered right. a taunt effect. Yeah, he, he does not have the ability to use that Unbreakable Will, which is the thing that keeps you from getting annihilated by Darth Nihilus. He has no access to that ability in there. Was it in this update that they talked about? No, it wasn't. Well, that was in something else. We'll talk about that in a second. I was going to talk about constant disconnects. But, no. no. All right. Um, well, you want to talk about this Y-Wing? Sure. You know, and I'm going to be completely honest with you. Once again, I have not read this. I don't know anything about this ship, so it'll be fun to... I just know people like it. Yeah, so. I'm I'm pretty excited about it. Um, but so it's a galactic chase. So I, I want to talk about the drop rate controversy before we dig into the kit, though. 
Um, All right, I got that to bring up too here. So, did you see the deal on Reddit? The deal on Reddit? Yes. The, I did not. The breakdown has a lot of upvotes. So, if you go see the most upvoted things on Reddit, you will probably see it. And I'll go find it. It is comparing the... Did you find it? I'm bringing it up now. Oh, cool. Go ahead. You can talk about it. I'll bring it up. All right. So, uh, here's the deal. They basically compared... The cost of getting shards from a galactic chase now versus last time we had one. Because last time we had one, uh, you know, the um, the fleet energy was 100 crystal refreshes. And it was more like cantina energy than the other, than regular energy. So there, there are benefits and downsides. So they cut the energy cost in half and doubled the rate. So on the drop rates, they cut that in half as well. But that has some very interesting effects. Um, so essentially before, to get um, 10 shards every day, before you would need to use 250 energy, now you need 500 energy. Um, but to get 10 shards each day, it basically costs you 100 crystals then and now. It's the same. To get 20 shards each day on average, it costs... It used to cost 300 crystals, but now it costs 450. So that's a 150 crystal increase to get 20 shards each day in a galactic chase. If we bump it up to 30 shards per day, uh, it increased even more. It more Jesus. than doubled. Uh, so before it was 700 crystals to get 30 shards in a day. Now... It is 1,650 crystals to get 30 shards. So that's a pretty fat increase on that high end. It doesn't change for kind of the low end, you know, but, you know, as you start getting up there, it definitely makes a huge difference. And people are really not happy about this. Yeah, that's pretty massive. Um, Now... (laughs) If you look at their uh, ex- what they explained for it, they said in previous galactic chases they were in other areas, and this they changed the energy for f- refreshes for fleets to fifty from one hundred, so they had to lower the drop rate. Is right. this if you're getting this Reddit post? This is saying I don't understand how what they're saying makes any sense then. Um, it's, was the drop rate two percent on normal on dark side and light side nodes when it was on those instead of fleet well, energy nodes? So before the drop rate was four percent per energy for fleet for fleet. Uh, yes. Was it two percent on dark side and light side battles? Um. Before. That that because I am if it was not and they made sure. this change, then this would be equal. Well, with what how many it was galactic chases have we had? Ones. That's the one thing I'm not sure on. How many we've Four had and what five. all they were. You've had Ebon Hawk, you've had uh Emperor Shuttle. Emperor Shuttle, you've had this. There was a droid sh- not was not a droid ship. Uh hyena culture. I, I, I hyena think- droid. I think all the ones we've had were Fleet, and I think one was Cantina. 
Forcibuero says, yeah, Hyena was one. Um, so I, I think both times we've had it, it's been with a Hunter Crystal Refresh as the starting refresh number. So it makes no sense to me that you would need to bring Fleet down to Light Side, Dark Side's level if there was never a base for Dark Side, Light Side level for you to mention. Well, but they, but the thing is they changed the Fleet energy. So by doubling right. the rate and halving the cost, they cut. But they could have... They could have made this up out of anywhere and said, now this is on par with light side and dark side energy, which you've never had before to know that it was 2%. Well, yeah, but I mean, people were noticing a smaller drop rate. And so, of course... No, I completely understand to- the di- the difference in the old drop rate for fleet versus the new one that they've done. But they mentioned that they needed to bring it on par with dark side and light side territory battles, or not territory battles, but nodes, and the drop rate that they have for that, right. when we've never had that oh, to I reference the drop rate to. Well, I, I think it's just like more so of So it a- could totally be made up, and that's the reason they gave, and we got to buy into that because we don't know. Yeah, but, but I mean, I just- also think it wouldn't make sense for them to keep it the same when the refresh cost and, you know, just energy rate are different. But hyena was during and, this energy rate, and uh, that never changed. Was it? Are Why didn't sure? they change that one? I don't think so. Was I'm it? almost positive. I they changed fleet in the fleet refresh a long time ago, and hyena is not that old. Mm. I'd be interested to go back if someone wants to go back at some point and look when the change was and when hyena's galactic chase was. But I, if I'm remembering correctly, hyena's change was after that. But was was it Cantina or was it Fleet? Are you sure it was Fleet? I was thinking Hyena was Cantina. That's a good question. I can't remember which is which. Um. Anyway, I wasn't even sure if there was a light side one or a dark side one. So, so the the big thing that I want to mention regarding this is people are pretty upset about this, and understandably so. But this. This galactic chase, even still, this is the cheapest introduction that they've had on, uh, like, on anything, really. Usually, they start out at a high crystal per shard rate, and then it gets cheaper as it becomes more farmable. However, with this, it actually starts at a pretty reasonable cost per shard, and once it becomes farmable, it's I mean, it's going to be borderline more expensive. Once it hits shipments, shipments will be way more expensive than what this rate is on the Galactic Chase, even if you're spending those 1,650 crystals per day to get 30 shards. Because that that's 55 crystals per shard. The going rate in the shipments is almost double that. It's 100 crystals per shard. So if I think the biggest problem with this change, sorry, I I thought you were. Oh no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I think the biggest problem with this change for me is that I enjoyed galactic chase more than marquee events because I was, I don't know. I just like galactic chases before, but now it's not, it's going to be a actual chase for me to even unlock the ship. Not like it was before where it was a galactic chase to, get the next star on the ship. Um, and with Marquis, you know you're going to unlock the ship. 
or right. whatever the thing is. So it's kind of. I always thought the galactic chase was a type of marquee where you were going to unlock it if you put the effort in, just like with the marquee. Right. But it was up to you whether you got more than that, and it was a way for them to get more crystals by doing it this way to get further than the unlock. But now you have to spend those crystals just to get the unlock, and that right. that kind of sucks to me. And I'm not. I mean, I'm not. I, here's the thing. I unlocked Emperor's Shuttle. Mm-hmm. Still don't use it because that's not seven star. Okay. I unlocked the Ebonhawk. I never used it until it was seven star. Okay. If I unlock the Y wing, probably not going to use it. Okay. Until I get it more stars on it. So now, what one thing to keep in mind though, this is a pilotless ship, and the pilotless ships are basically maxed, like with with a pilot relic seven maxed mods um, mm. at whatever star level it's at. So these pilotless ships are actually still pretty decent, even at lower stars. Like my resistance Y wing is five star, and I can still use it. It's pretty damn good. See, I think that's more of an interesting topic to talk about than this drop rate stuff is the fact that the Y-Wing came out like the other Y-Wing without a, a sh- pilot. Yeah. Um, because now so, we're seeing more than just a lot more than just droid ships coming out without pilots. Right. Which um, we've talked a lot about on the show where we think putting pilots in ships was a mistake from the start. No doubt. And if Everyone they moved completely away from that... Unless it's like a named ship where we actually already have the character in the game. Yeah. If they've moved away to where all the ships are pilotless, then that's going to be very good for ships. Yep. In my opinion. Um, so I like seeing that all with this ship. Agreed. Um, Besides who would fly it. The <laughs> the uh, only other thing I, I kind of want to mention about the drop rates before we go to the kit was this kind of does make it on par with like a marquee event. Um, it costs crystals, but, uh, you know, you kind of get it about at that marquee level, which wish it was a little bit more, but, um, it's, it's still interesting that these galactic chases are cheaper when they first come out, you know, per shard than, you know, as we get later, it's just, it's kind of, they're sneaky. They are sneaky, but, um, I, I don't think this is as big of a controversy as everyone else does, so. I am on the side of Ringer, though. Did they think that no one was going to notice the drop rate changed? And why didn't they put that out before everyone noticed? It's, it, it's, I, it's, okay, I work in maintenance, right? Most of the time when you're doing maintenance, you don't, you want to be proactive as opposed to reactive. Because if you're reactive, everything's already broken. Yeah. And you're going to have longer downtime because, now it's broken and you don't you've got to go in there take it out fix it all that other stuff instead of just maintaining something that already worked to me that's that the correlation here is that you know the players find everything you should have put this out before everyone freaked out about it but yeah i i mean the I, fact that they even the fact that they even acknowledged it and came out and said it is a step above from the past, I think, though. Yeah. That I, makes sense. In the uh, past, I feel like they would have just not said it. I'm actually but pretty happy with their PR this week. For the most part. Which we'll get to, but... 
Yeah, I mean, I, I'm glad they at least put out something acknowledging it and staying it. Um, whether they would have said something before or not, I, you know, I don't think there's like a strong precedent for us to go over, given that the refresh rates are different now. Um, this is just kind of them setting precedent, I think. But And to, to the comments and chat saying, I mean, there's a couple people in there saying they like pilots. Yeah, pilots is a cool this. idea. The problem with pilots, and we've talked about this before, the problem with pilots is you have to have a pilot to release a ship. And if you want an A-wing, they have to release a pilot to release an A-wing. Or you want a B-wing, now they've got to release a pilot to release the B-wing. It's not just that, though. into the area. You have to have a pilot from that era. So you can't just have all these characters that don't have ships just go pilot an A-wing or whatever. I mean that creates a lot of problems. Yeah, it's I understand the idea, and I think pilots are cool for what they do for Agreed. people that like that sort of thing, because it's kind of like having mods for ships, right? Because you control how good your ship is by gearing up the character, so it's kind of That's like true. modding the ship. But. Like I said, to me, it's more of a problem in releasing ships because I would love to have a cloud car. But you cannot put a cloud car in the game because Lobot and Ugnot are not going to fly it. True. Right? So You wouldn't think. They could, but... I mean, I mean what's... Or that, the, that crazy ship from uh, Phantom Menace, the one that Anakin flew. That would be cool in the game. Who's going to fly that? Yeah. You know, there's so many cool ships that are not in the game, and for the longest time, I feel like that was because they could not, they couldn't put it in because they they didn't have a pilot for it. For so sure. now they finally moved into an area where we can add all these cool ships and put them in without pilots, and then we're good to go. Snow speeder in space, yeah. You, you know, <laughs> people used to always talk about uh, the Ewok glider in space. Oh yeah, that'd be amazing. You know? I wish. <laughs> Well, the the other thing, like with piloted ships, is all the ships they've done pilotless so far are generic ships. It could be anyone in there, and it doesn't matter. I mean, it's like when you're watching the movie and you see ten Y wings. Who's the pilot? It doesn't matter. So the fact that you might know three out of the whole squadron, right? The pilot is. So I'm fine with them going like they call it pilotless. It's really just an unnamed pilot. Um, and then it's just yeah. one another character that you don't have to gear to make the ship usable. This, in my opinion, is a huge step forward for fleets. You know, making these ships better without us have to, having to invest more gear. I mean, keep in mind that if all these ships had pilots, you would then have to gear that pilot also on top of gearing everything else that you're doing. But now all you have to do is get the blueprints for the ship and you're done. So I, that is huge for what they're wanting to do, obviously, with adding another fleet to Grand Arena. I think this is a great step in that direction. Yep, no doubt. I'm with you. So let's talk Look about that Y-Wing kit. Um, it is called the Rebel Y-Wing. Obviously, light side, it's a tank, Rebel, described as a sturdy Rebel tank that can disable enemy protection. And this thing has some pretty cool abilities. Um, Let me just say this. I'm excited for the ship simply because as a kid, the Y-Wing was my favorite ship. Yeah, it's awesome looking, X-Wings was everybody's pick, right? But the Y-Wing, to me, was always the coolest looking one. I agree, 100%. I really want to get up 
I got the Lego finally for the Y-Wing, and I love it. That thing is awesome. Very nice. Um, so its basic ability is the SW-4 Ion Cannons. Deal physical damage target enemy, and the Rebel Y-Wing gains taunt until the start of its next turn if it didn't already have it. Um, this is especially interesting due to the assist abilities that so many rebels have, not to mention Akbar's AOE that calls in rebels to assist. This guy's going to be taunting I'm say a it's lot. It's a perfect way to keep him taunting a lot. Exactly. I am digging. And that's one of the problems I feel like with Hyena uh, is that his taunt is a little hard to make sure he has on all the time. But this one seems a lot easier than that. Yeah. Um, the first special is Ion Torpedoes. has a three-turn cooldown. Dispel all buffs on target enemy and inflict shield disruption for two turns. Then deal physical damage to them. The Y-Wing gains taunt for two turns. So it has the ability to gain taunt with both abilities, which is pretty awesome. And then the shield disruption... Uh, Protection is disabled, and it is immune to protection up and bonus protection. This is obviously just a big middle finger to Houndstooth. <laughs> Finally, something that just completely and utterly destroys Houndstooth's yes. uh, protection regeneration. Pretty awesome. Unless he has uh, three uh, buzz droids on him. That's pretty bad for him, but... Well, this is yeah. pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's it's such a simple kit, and it does such, you know, it's such a big jump well, for a, these Rebel fleets that desperately needed another good tank. It's interesting that this type of ability would come out first in ships before we got it with characters. That's kind of interesting. That's a good point. Because nobody does a shield disruption type deal as far as characters go. Yeah, that's that is true. I'll like a lot of characters will if... go through the shield to the health, but that doesn't help everybody else that's attacking that character. You know right. what I mean? So yeah. when when Dooku's like just completely whittling down your protection and you're red, but you have full protection, the next guy's not gonna kill you. But with the shield disruption, that's the way it is. So I I really like this this uh new debuff. Me too. Um, and it only has one other ability besides the reinforcement. That is a unique ability. Kampat uh, Shield Generator. Rebel allies recover 20% protection whenever a rebel ally critically hits an enemy. If the allied capital ship is rebel, the Y-Wing has plus 30% potency and 35% chance to assist other rebel allies when they attack out of turn. Limit once per turn. More taunts. Good lord. So... You have the assists with the out of turns, all the critically all the critical hits from like a Falcon AOE. It's like it's like freaking Oprah with protection recovery. You get protection. Yeah, and you get protection. Twenty percent is a pretty big number for that. Yeah, for hell sure. yeah, it is. I mean, five crits so. and you're uh, you're back to a hundred percent. Pretty pretty damn awesome. I I really love this ship. Um, and then the last thing is the reinforcement ability, Rebel Tracking Computer. Uh, inner battle and Rebel allies gain 3% crit chance for each Rebel ally until the Y-Wing is defeated. 
Oh, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good ability as far as the ship goes, because adding the crit chance gives you an even better chance to gain that protection. Yep. Um, Doesn't help the protection the recovery much, but everybody else, yes. And th- this now, should work. So, for if the you want to start out too. as, <sighs> does anyone really do target lock with the rebels? Well, yes. Uh, the, that would like, be in your that, starting lineup. Yes. Biston and Scarefable Pathfinder, that U-Wing, it does... So I don't have a lot of uh, experience with that ship, so that's what I was asking. So if that yes. one does, you could start out with Biggs as your starting tank and put this guy as the backup tank. Correct. Because that, that, uh, that reinforcement ability would really help for that survivability... Yes. And I don't know how that would do it with the AI, but when you're on offense, that would probably be a good way to go. I, I agree. And the ships that you mentioned are what you want to start with Rebels anyway. The U-Wing, the Falcon, and Biggs, because you know with a fast U-Wing, which, again, is why I'm relicking Biston and Scarecrow Pathfinders, because that ship is so fast, it'll create a turn meter chain that goes and creates a ton of attacks... And part of that is predicated on the fact that Biggs is kind of awesome, but you actually just need three rebels starting. That's kind of important. So you could even start with this ship. That would not be an issue, uh, you know, using this instead of Biggs and then bringing Biggs in off the bench uh, because Biggs can be a little bit squishy. Well, you know, we'll see how squishy this thing is, but um, I think either way is a pretty well, good way. Let me to look go. on swaga.com and see what his uh, numbers look like. Oh, yeah, I like that. Uh, ships. Let me try that again. Ships. Are you going to go to ships for me? There we go. Why? Rebel Y-Wing. All right, so he's looking at 70,000 protection, 88,000 health. It's pretty good. Now, let's see where that, let's see where that ranks as far as ships go. I'm going to go look at my Houndstooth. Let's see. So my Houndstooth has uh, 99,500 health and 84,000 protection. It's not quite maxed. Um, Yeah, so just like Rebel Y-Wing, the health and protection is very low. As far as ships go. Okay. Especially for a tank. Yeah. Interesting. He's below Biggs. Biggs is at 96,000 uh, health Ooh. and 96,000 health to 88,000 health for the Y-Wing and 70,000 protection for the Y-Wing as opposed to Biggs is 77. So Rebel Y-Wing is squishier than Biggs. Maxed out. Okay, yeah. That doesn't surprise me a ton. Good to know, though. It's, it, it's, it's... I wish that I could sort by just tanks only on the ships thing here. Yeah. But the Y-Wing is at 174 speed, which is above a lot of the other... 
Did you say the Y wing's one hundred and seventy four? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Interesting. That's pretty fast. It's right in the middle, as far as speed goes for maxed out ships. Yeah. Interesting. Where's Houndstooth? That's the real question. Uh, like I said, mine's at ninety nine. Oh, it's at the very bottom. That's Relic Five. One hundred fifty. One hundred fifty speed for Houndstooth. So Y wing oh, speed. Gotcha. I guess I guess the main but, thing for Y wing is it's squishy because of all the recovery it has. But also keep because in if, mind if anyone if any rebel ship is critting and it gets you twenty percent protection back, that is uh, a pretty often thing, and it's probably going to keep this ship alive. If it was well at the top of the tank health and protection with that recovery, it would probably be ridiculously uh, hard to kill. Um, let's see. Where is that ability? Um, oh, so whenever this is, uh, Biston's crew ability. So basically a unique ability, uh, you know, has the plus 25% speed, but whenever an enemy becomes target locked, another random ally gains 35% turn meter and advantage for two turns. So that ship alone creates a lot of turn meter gain. Uh, you know, with, um, you know, with rebels. So, you know, that's kind of going to reduce the need for, you know, having too much speed on the Y wing, um, or the, you, you have speed gain mechanics for the Y wing so they can still do its abilities. I'm like houndstooth that doesn't need it because it gets it from its own unique, but th- there are mechanics that actually give turn meter within the rebel fleet setups. So pretty exciting gotcha. stuff though. I'm digging it. Um, all right. You want to... Uh, how about we uh, we head down the road to our next topic? Let's do it. Back on topic. We're talking about Roadhead. Or Roadhead. Sorry. We're talking about Roadhead, really? Roadhead. I forgot to look for a big crash sounder because that would have been perfect. <laughs> that would have been, yeah. Uh, that would have fit here. So that road ahead that we've been looking forward to since March. January. Good January Lord. is when they said it was coming. Then they're like, we'll do it in March. Then we'll do it in uh, Then we'll do it in May. Oh. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, it's so frustrating. Um, or is it? So, <laughs> do you if, know what's funny is, I feel like people are going to be, at least for me, surprised at my response to this. Okay. So well, let's get. And the way you've been building down. this into this makes me think that you're probably in a similar vein as me. Okay. So. Does this have anything to do with the uh, listener challenge that we got this week? It might. Okay. Okay. But uh, um, so I also genuinely feel this way. And if you I agree. don't. Okay. We're on the same page. Uh, let me just tell you the name of the Twitch stream because I don't think I told you what I named this Twitch stream. Um, so real quick, I'll mention that... Uh, one of our patrons uh, actually kind of mentioned to us that 
We've kind of been a little him. negative on the game lately, which is I can't really disagree with. We generally try not to be, but it it has been difficult to not be a little bit more negative than we generally like to be lately. So we apologize for that, but we're going to try to be more positive. And here's the thing. Wink is usually the sunny side of the coin, and I'm usually the one that's sunny with a chance with a rain cloud, big black rain cloud that's that true. can come at yes. any moment. But there's been a lot of rain clouds lately for us. So, and like for everyone out there, it's like, well, that's deserved. I completely agree with you, but I'm not making anything better for anyone by talking bad about everything for an hour and not mentioning the fun things that we still can do in this game throughout the week. So, right. I'm trying to hit this challenge head on, but I'm also. If I have something to say, I'm not going to not say it. Okay. I'm just going to try to not be a jerk about it, I guess. I don't know. All right. Anyways. So I- I'm going to read this, and then I will let you sound off on it. Sound good? All right. All right. Hi, Sounds Hollow good. Table heroes. We know you are eager for new game modes and features, but in order to do so, it's important that we spend time improving the foundation of the game. Rest assured, more content is coming. But the game has evolved tremendously over the years, and so have the needs and expectations for it. Much of the gameplay experience you see in our game is largely handcrafted. While this has worked until now, it doesn't allow us to build fast enough to satisfy the demand for content. In order to ensure that there are many more exciting years to come for Galaxy of Heroes, we are taking some additional time in order to build up our tools needed to take our game to the next level. In addition to the tools, we're working on technology upgrades that will improve memory handling and performance, client stability, and make it easier for us to place cinematics in-game. We're planning to share details on upcoming content features in the road ahead, which has been moved into June. We'll also have some key info to share with you about a major character release, so stay tuned. All right. There's some keywords I want to pull out of here. We talked about... Okay, so I want to say this. Last week, we talked about a Reddit post that basically pulled out all the answers lately in QAs. Not lately. Going back to, like, September of last year. Talking about this... Them basically building a new base code for this game. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to say... We talked about that post. Sig Sig from SwagaEvents.com. I believe it's a .com. I should probably have checked that before I spout out your website. Swaga Events, just look it up on Google. You'll find his website uh, and their Discord and everything else. Great guy, follower of the show. Um, That post was from him. Highlighted all the times that they've talked about in the QA about this exact thing. And here they are. And I don't know if this is timely, them just bringing it up now in this to buy time for June because of the goodwill. I feel like that Sig Sig's post pointed out from what they're trying to do, or maybe they just finally realized that people are realizing what's happening in the game and what they're trying to do and why this is taking so long. But I didn't tell you. So I re I nicknamed the, this episode Swaga 2.0 incoming. Okay. And this is what gets like me it. excited. I don't want, a new version of this game. If I have to start over this game, I probably won't do it. 
No, Actually, 100%. I'm, 100%. You know, but I will not be happy with it. Yep. Basically, if all my characters were gone, all the money I spent on this game was gone, and I had to start over from scratch, they added... I don't know how... First off, I don't know what characters they would add that would differentiate that game from this game. I don't feel like there's a version 2 that could come out and reset this game that would make that even possible or comp- able to be comprehended. Okay. To me... Everything that they've talked about in this post sounds like Swaga 2.0, the new version of this game, with letting us keep everything that we have. Basically, you can see it right there. Most of the gameplay experience you see in our game is largely handcrafted. Basically, what that says to me is everything that's been put in this game over time, we built it at the time and we pushed it inside of everything that was already in the game. Basically, the more code you add to something that's not connected to each other intricately, the more likely things are to break. Right. So it sounds to me like they are building a base code for this game where if they add this thing, uh, it's not going to break anything because they already know that the code is already built this way. They want to keep adding things. It's very easy to make it. They'll it'll be much. They know what's going to happen, and the only way that something breaks is if they code the character wrong. Not that they put it in and all the weird things, but with everything that's been quote unquote handcrafted works together, ends up breaking something. To me, it sounds like from this post that we are going to get almost a brand new game experience. Um, maybe the UI doesn't change, but it mm-hmm. sounds like the game experience itself is going to change. Maybe I won't be sitting there having to try again to connect to the server that I have full service on and have no reason to be disconnecting from. So the, the, um, oh, I, I guess I should ask, are you done? Or are you still going? I mean, I got plenty to say, but I was going to pause and let you talk. Okay. So, so I have bitched a lot on this podcast about the performance of this game. It's like, especially on a new device, it is all horrible. It is so freaking horrible. There is no reason on God's green earth that a game that's this popular, that's updated this frequently on new devices should run like crap constantly. I don't know how many times I'm having to close the game and restart just because it is running so slow. You can't see what damage numbers are because the frame rate is two. Um, (laughs) so the fact that they are focusing on fixing a lot of that stuff, because it's not stable at all. I'm scared to death of going in to do a solo on a raid and then going to check a text message because, Oh, I don't even close. Yeah. You're rolling the dice. I mean, if I'm in the middle of a combat mission, anything that happens outside of that combat mission is just getting ignored because I know and I feel that if I leave to do something and come back to the game, you can pretty much guarantee something's going to break. And so that is, that has been the one thing that I want desperately for this game because that part of it is absolutely horrible. And then I, you know, just in the community, I've talked to a lot of people that are coders and, not to mention listening to some of the stuff that CG has specifically said in the past, whether it's developers or you know, Top Hat or whoever, talking about how the base mechanics of the game and the way abilities work, when they change something, it's not, it's not able to be changed that easily 
um, because of the way the code is. They they have openly admitted there are issues with the code and the way it's written. And then other coders have mentioned endlessly about how it seems like the way that they code does is if you want to create issues, you code it the way they've been coding the game, essentially. Um, because not connecting pieces together, kind of like what you were saying there a second ago, leads to a bunch of unconnected stuff that doesn't always mesh together very well. So by fixing all of that and hopefully eliminating a lot of these small bugs, because it seems like a lot of these bugs that we see all the time is probably related to that. So if they rebuild the base of this game, and like you said, we get to Swaga 2.0 that is, you know, far more stable, runs smoother, that creates a lot of potential for, you know, better stuff to be in-game. It makes things easier for them. But the other thing that really, really stood out to me, not initially reading this, but just now, there was a word that you highlighted that I think was really important that never stuck out to me before. Much of the gameplay experience you see in our game is largely handcrafted. It is interesting that they specify that specifically and that it's worked well until now. <laughs> That's the, my favorite part of that sentence. While it has worked good, while it has worked until now, and uh, it doesn't well, allow us to build fast enough. So what that says and what to me used, is... And worked until now is is generous. I mean, it has worked until now. People have played it. People well, love this game. And it's worked. But it has so many bugs, so many problems mm-hmm. the way it is that it makes well, sense that they there's want to already There's already something in game that I think... Well, handcrafted is kind of related to this. So they talk about being handcrafted, which I assume means they go in for each ability, each, you know, each wave of every sort of battle. They, you know, go through the characters, they set up the levels and the strength and all that stuff, test it, make sure it's balanced, all that sort of stuff. However, there's been one game mode that actually kind of scales based on your power and all that sort of stuff. And that is Galactic War. And early, 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 back in the early days of this podcast, this is something we talked about because there became a point when your galactic power became so strong that you essentially broke Galactic War. Broke it. And <laughs> you would have messed up nodes that were just stupid easy and stuff. But that seems like was it was something... This back before Galactic Power was even a thing. And this is something that was that seemed to be some sort of code that would set you up with various difficulties depending on, you know, where your roster is at. The fact that that was broken and doesn't work anymore, obviously, um, if they can get back to that, because that was a great game mode when this game first came out. It scaled really well. Uh, You know, it was always challenging, it was always like the right amount of challenging. It was never too difficult. You wouldn't always be able to beat it, but it was never too difficult. Um, it do- yeah, it doesn't work in today's game because back then they would pick a random ally code and pick the strong characters and put them together, and that was the team you faced, which worked then because back then you didn't have so many synergy teams, right? and all you needed was a decent leader, that applied that leadership to everyone, and then you put decent characters under them, and then the team fight became harder because of 
the way leadership abilities worked. And that's, that's what made Galactic work war work back then and why it's trivial now, even though it does still scale with your power. I don't think it, well, it scales to a certain point, but that's what made it work back then is because it didn't matter which characters it pulled onto the team. If it was under like a Boba Fett leader or a Phasma leader or old Ben lead or Dooku lead. And you put the random characters there that they just randomly pulled from a team with the strongest power. Then you're fighting a, a team that was hard to beat, and uh, that's what made it work. The problem now is they need to find a way to scale it, work in the synergies to make it work. So let's say on the beginning nodes of a battle like that, you were fighting someone's fifth best team, or you were fighting their fourth best team. And when you got towards the end of it, you were fighting those people's first best teams, like their Gas or their Padme or their Galactic Legends or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's what Galactic War would would be now if it scaled the way it used to before. Right. What I want to point out is some I don't know, I can't remember, and I know the newest thing uh that they just showed for PlayStation was the Unity game engine, but there was an, oh, another yeah. game engine back in the day. I mean, they still use today, but I got I can't remember what it was. I know Destiny was built on it. I know, there were almost every game's built on the same type of Unreal. engine. Unreal. There you go. This what they're talking about here reminds me of that. Where they're going to pull in the base code for a new base code for the game that makes it so that any type of mode they build is based on that engine and it fits with every other mode because those modes are now working to uh that engine. This, to me, sounds more like what every other game has done from the start. They're going to do that to their game to make it more sustainable. Which, okay, does not sound too exciting in general as far as playability because it doesn't add anything new to play. Mm -hmm. But my belief is that they've known about this since September and they're working to get it right. And maybe they can't announce it this week or this month, but they're going to try to announce it next month, which means they've been working on this for that long. I have to think that knowing what the engine they're going to use is, that this entire time they've also been working on their first game mode to use that engine to release at the same time as that game mode. So whether we get that game mode next month, or we get that announced next month, and that comes the month after that, it's good to know it's good to know that a, the base of the game is going to change, and with that change will come quicker content and mm-hmm. maybe better content and yep. content that's not broken every single time. Not to mention this part here that talks about improved memory handling, performance, client yeah. stability, and make it easier to play cinematics in game. A, when they've done cinematics in the past, they've been awesome. I'd yep. love to see more of those. Agreed. B, if I don't have to click try again and hope that my battles go through because of their side, not mine, mm-hmm. it'll be perfect. I hate when I go to buy something from the store and I get this circle that just, I know what's going to happen. Endlessly circles. Yeah. Endless circle yep. for, you know, a minute before I can hit try again and then instantly I've got what I bought. And, and it's like, why did that happen? And yeah, it's got to be it's the frustrating. code. So 
I'm pretty excited. While I, I mean... am annoyed, while I am annoyed that I have to wait another month, at least the wording in this post gives me hope. And the other problem is, the other the one negative I can say about this post is this: you don't. It does not kill you to tease anything in these posts. Yeah, I, I. That's Give me the any only type thing. of information. That's the only thing you have. You just because if it's not done, it's not done. You don't have to give me direct details. If no. you want to tease what the new mode is and what we might be doing in it, unless you completely scratch it by the time it comes around, you've not ruined anything for anyone. You don't have to give every detail about something to make an announcement. And there was no announcement here. The only thing we got which is really weird and somewhat scary, is we'll have key information to share with you about a major character release. So stay tuned. Major character release. I personally think it'll be a new Legendary. I cannot imagine they would announce a Galactic Legend again this quickly. No, it'll it'll be a while before we get to another Galactic Legend. I mean, just think about how long it took them to do this one with... The art, all the everything that went into building those characters, the fact that they announced, they have said that they're going to announce Galactic Legends ahead of time so that you can start working on all the gear, especially whenever it's this in depth. Um, the major character release, I would think, is going to be, you know, some sort of legendary character because we haven't seen a legendary in a little while. Um, they They tend to always do kind of a legendary character after that big meta shift that can kind of squeeze in there and do a little bit. So hopefully we get that soon. Um, And, you know, it could be something that is, you know, it could be a new character that, you know, actually kind of ties into the new game mode, even that is either maybe a, um, maybe a reward for it or just characters can be really good in it um, or help in the territory battle. So we'll see, but I'm, I'm very excited. I, You see, that's. I caught half of what you're saying because I was talking to chat, but I think what you said goes with what I'm going to say. Even if they tease the reward for whatever new mode comes out, that's a tease. I know that there's a new mode that's coming out, and this is what I'm going to earn for it. Right. And that's still awesome to look forward to because now you're like, okay, I like this character. Let's say, for example, they're like, the new mode's, mode's coming out. We're going to call it this. Giving you the name of it does not ruin anything. Let's say they decided to call it, uh, you know, the the uh, uh, pirate something. Pirate. Uh, I almost said pirate patch. Galaxy I don't know. pirates. Anything with pirates. Yeah, something like that. And then they're like, and you get to earn Hondo and Aka shards. I would be like, oh, shit. Hondo's coming to the game, and oh, this new I event has that. to do with pirates. I'm like, yeah. now I'm super stoked. I want to know what this what this mode actually is, what's going to happen with it. I already know that I'm going to get a character that I love yeah. for doing it. Now the excitement's there, but now it's there's, there was no tease there, and that's the, that's the only problem I have with the post. Pirate Splendor, there you go, Ringer. That's beautiful. Hondo's nice. Pirates, Chicken Bob. I love this. <laughs> yeah, so... We will hopefully be seeing something about that soon, but I think we have beat that uh, horse to death. Do you have anything else to say about the road ahead? Uh, I don't 
think so. I just, I'm kind of surprised that I was more on the positive side for this. Then when yeah. I initially read it, I was not happy that I had to wait. And then I kind of, that kind of subsided as I read through the words of it and, and connected it to Sig Sig's post on Reddit and what was always been written in that for months and months and months. Yeah. So it kind of made me more positive than negative about this. And I know that there's been a lot of negativity about pushing that back, but at least, at least this feels like it's going to be very good long-term for this game. I will still say, I do think that that post absolutely needs to deliver the sausage, but I, <laughs> this, this does yeah, make no me more Always optimistic that, that it sausage. will, it, you know, if they're going through all the work to rebuild the game, it's not a sinking ship. You know, you don't, you know, it's, it's like the ship is docked and they're rebuilding the core of it. They're not trying to patch holes while they're going across the ocean. You know, it's, you don't rebuild um, an engine on a car immediately to sell it. You, you don't might. spend six months. I mean, you might. I'm going to be honest. But no, that's, that happened that's, to me. But I, it's not what I wanted. Yeah. Side Total story. Car. My first car, I rebuilt the engine with my grandpa, who was a mechanic. We spent eight months fixing up a GMC S15, 1982. Mm-hmm. We spent eight and we spent that long build, rebuilding this engine and this truck for me, for my first car. I get nice. it. I take it home. It leaked oil on my dad's driveway. And he made me, he took me to a, he took me to a car dealership and we turned it in and got <laughs> me a new car. So it wouldn't leak on my dad's driveway. Uh, 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 he pretty oh, much man. forced me to do it. And I was pretty pissed because I spent that long with my grandpa yep. rebuilding this car. And I didn't get to enjoy it for longer than a month. Anyways, so I guess it does happen. But most people would not rebuild an engine for eight months and then immediately sell the car. So yeah, that works for most people except for me. (laughs) That that is fair. Um, All right. So uh, next week, we're going to do something. We're going to try to do it tonight, but you have family over and stuff. So... We're about to wrap this boat up, but go check out our and Discord. And God only knows if we'll ideas. get any information. God yeah, only knows if we'll won't. get any new information next week. So we might need this topic to uh, exactly. till some time next week. And the good so news is I could talk about this a lot. It's basically it one really of those fun. budget team making things. So uh, go check that out in our Discord. Discord.me slash shattered order. Go topic ideas. If you'd like to support the show, go to patreon.com slash shattered order. Um, we'll be doing some giveaways next week. We'll give away some stickers, a t-shirt to patrons, and um, I don't know, maybe I would say something blue, but I we got to do at least, we got to save at least one blue giveaway for the first night that I have internet. That's going to be an extravaganza. It's going to, man. <laughs> that will be... Woo! A party. We might even have to have you host the podcast that week. Oh, that would be something, wouldn't it? That would be interesting. I mean, you're the. I wouldn't. I don't want to say the last time you hosted a podcast, we got kicked off of YouTube. But at least one time you hosted a podcast, we got kicked off of YouTube. So yeah, yeah. That might make it put a little more. Uh, yeah. 
put a little more sausage on the uh, the podcast there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Love the sausage. Um, all right, guys. Uh, that that is going to wrap up this week. And make sure you go check out our YouTube channel. Check out the videos we got there. I'm going to try to post a couple more this week, trying to get a little bit more stuff going on there. So if you would appreciate uh, if you appreciate the podcast, go share it with your guild mates. Uh, share our YouTube channel. We, you know, we've got some cool stuff going on. So um, leave us reviews or whatever. We love all of it. Thank you, guys. And do you have anything else to say? Thanks for listening. We appreciate you guys. We are two episodes from episode 200. So Woo! maybe that blue giveaway is a good 200th episode uh, thing. We'll see. All right. I like it. Thanks, everybody, for listening. You guys are awesome. We appreciate you being here week after week and listening to the podcast as it comes out. You guys are great. We appreciate all that support from everyone. And uh, that's all I can say. You guys are awesome. I love this community. So with that, we will be back next week for episode 199. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll catch you later. Later.